I like your long hair. Rennie had scribbled those words on her styrofoam cup and handed it to me during group, but I hadn't noticed the words until I had the cup tilted nearly straight upward while noisily slurping at the remaining drops. I didn't like the cold coffee drops, but I didn't want to seem impolite either. The teary-eyed lady in the neon green pants and flaming pink top seemed way too close to bursting into an uncontrollable, screaming ball as she spoke of being mean to her kids when she drank. But still, she'd lost my interest. The beautiful girl sitting on the floor had just written me a coffee cup note and smiled up at me. I was an intern counselor and supposed to be listening. Thank you, Rinsky, I whispered. I hadn't been listening to the lady all that intently anyway. I was thinking about all those years I too had drank and how I'd gladly accepted the hasty, superficial opinions of others that I was an alcoholic, though I knew I wasn't. Hmm, okay, alcoholic. What a perfect excuse to drink, a convenient means to hiding my social inadequacy while masking a strange condition I didn't know how to name. Once I overheard an acquaintance say to his friend, Of course he drinks. He has to. He's an alcoholic, you know. And I'd think, why, yes, yes, I am, and thanks for the kind words. Then at age 42, I mustered enough courage to stand at an AA meeting, face the group misty-eyed, and humbly admit that I wasn't. I walked out, leaving them confused. I read her name on a list of residents my supervisor had given me that morning. It said, R-I-N-S-K-E, with a diacritic dash above the E. I didn't know it was pronounced Rinska. It's Scandinavian. I thought it was cool having a diacritic in one's name. I'd mistakenly called her Rinsky once again, as we stood on the nearly collapsing porch of the old, run-down building that housed Keystone Rehab in Nashua. I was picking at the peeling paint when Rennie smiled at me and spoke in a soft, sensual tone while extending me her hand and raising only her beautiful blue eyes upward and into mine. It's Rinska. But please, just call me Rennie. I was instantly mesmerized by the sensuality in her voice and eyes. I grinned and quickly wiped my paint-speckled fingers across my pants, then grinned a little wider as I took her hand. Oh, I'm sorry, Rennie. It rhymes with many, as in mouse. Or any, as in belly button, as in mine, she replied while slightly lifting her blouse and exchanging quick-glancing smiles with her sickly-looking roommate, Sandy. I'd now become mesmerized by a belly button as well, as this sexy blue-eyed blonde had just expressed the ultimate in flirtations by flashing me her midriff, but my only response was to smile awkwardly and continue playing with the peeling paint. As we continued our conversation, I was even more uncomfortable when I realized the bright morning sunlight was now, for the first time, showing her my age. Will you be joining us in the groups today, Bill? Rennie asked, with even more sensuality in her voice. Ah, uh, think so, I replied nervously, looking down at my shoes. One lace was partially untied. Great, I'll be looking forward to seeing you there. And I'll look forward to being seen. I blurted out with a distorted smile. It was a lame joke, way overused. I immediately thought, oh, great, now she knows I'm a dork. But Rennie politely laughed as though hearing it for the first time. She looked much younger than her age of 31, 
and talked differently from all the others, using words I wasn't used to hearing. She'd say things in the group like, Someday, I'd like a big, beautiful oceanfront home in San Diego, with glass jealousies and all the fancy opportunities imaginable, providing I should ever become that fortuitous, of course. When I'd get home, I'd get out a dictionary and rehearse what I wanted to tell her the next day.